0: why so I seek out a YMCA wherever I've lived. <laughs> I love that I can transfer my membership from one town to another. And I love that I can visit any YMCA anywhere in the city of I Louisiana. didn't know you were a YMCA I'm fan. Too. I am too. I met another, um, they have a parents' night out once a month, which I love. I can, my husband and I can go on a date and the little boy will go and they'll play with other little kids there. And he always has so much fun. I met another parent who said that he lives within 20 minutes of four different YMCA's. And once if you're a member of one, you can take advantage of all all of them so he and his family he has he has three children they find the parents sign out and like rotate between all that's four and everyone's awesome. <laughs> like they take advantage that's awesome <laughs> so i swim
1: like three days a week and I, when i was thinking about moving in town i was like oh i'd have to give up my why because it's so convenient to be two minutes away from my pool where i swim year-round it's great. They're
2: wise, pretty close here, though, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Carl Sanders is pretty Buckhead, close. Buckhead. Um,
1: yeah. I love it.
3: It's- I joined a little gym where you don't go like work workout anytime you want, but they just have these high intensity interval training classes and so like uh, orange theory kind of yeah Yeah. kind of like that but more with weights um and so i enjoy that because it's structured i you know i've got a time i got to be there and there's somebody telling me what i need to do and i have to be there for that whole hour or i look like the you know the guy that left early so that's what works for me i have to have some structure
1: there's plenty of gym options
3: plenty of gym options and you know as far as retirement um i think rich and i see it from time to time but it's it's when people are kind of empty nesters and they're downsizing and that's one of the things i was thinking about doing a website or maybe a blog section on our website about condo living because so many people have never lived in condos and they don't know really what condo living means shared living shared you know um, spaces and you know limited space and stuff so kind of educating people about uh, what it really means to live they're, know, they're not the people vertically. who
1: will yell, get off my lawn.
3: No, exactly.
4: I will testify because I loved living in condos and I can't wait to get back to one. Hmm. Yeah. And
0: you've said that you think that there are people in big multi-generational homes who maybe don't need or want all that space anymore, who should consider looking into mm-hmm. condo living so otp we have a, a
1: plethora of see i got my word in a plethora of of good options for people who want to retire and downsize, but not leave Georgia because we have economic advantages. Uh, the In Cobb County in particular, uh, seniors over the age of 62 don't pay school taxes. So your property tax bill reduces so much that it's hard to get people to leave. And mm-hmm. where it used to be, there was an exodus to Florida or somewhere else. Um, we have the YMCA, we have Fantastic health and health services, medical, everything that's needed, plus the tax incentives. So, retiring in the burbs is really good. Cherokee, Paulding, Gwinnett County all have really good options for seniors in retirement.
4: Well, and a lot of the suburbs are really creating those town centers, whether it's their historic town center like in Woodstock or yes. kind of something out of whole cloth like Halcyon or. Avalon. Yes. But that gives people kind of the ability to be in, depending on where you are, maybe less expensive than right here in the heart of Midtown. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bit slower pace, but also still have that Lots a condo of shopping, and dining. some interaction.
1: Access to everything right. you want that's Lots convenient, but maybe yes, the pace is a little bit slower.
4: Just like uh, we have all these different neighborhoods. I think we have realtors to go with them i mean atlanta's a big city (laughs) y'all it's
1: like ben and jerry's you can pick your flavor and your toppings
4: (laughs) you know i think because for a long time we weren't the big city but now atlanta's a full-on global city with people from all over the world lots of different neighborhoods of different character and i think that we talked about at one point earlier how what we do is very personal and people oriented and so it's important to have a good match with your realtor so i think that there are as many different we ways we do have a realtor. very
1: diverse wonderfully mm-hmm. diverse group that matches our wonderfully diverse communities That's right and our wonderfully diverse clients
0: Yes. When I first moved here, I'll say the Atlanta um, real estate market is really well ahead of other parts of the country in some of their technology and mm. the competitiveness and things that like, many years ago when I first moved here, things like virtual staging. It's all over atlanta people had been doing it forever but other parts of the country hadn't seen that yet people may not know that sometimes when you see furniture in a in a listing photo it's not really furniture that's in the home it was added afterwards and i do think that with um the new ai technologies that are coming atlanta and atlanta realtors are going to be in the forefront of using that to hopefully better serve our clients as well we do have a tech edge here a tech edge i know the people in seattle would argue that
1: they have the edge but since they're all moving here. Right. (laughs) We have the edge.
3: Yeah, exactly. We've got the movies. Mm -hmm. We've got technology.
4: (laughs) It's also very much a global city. So, you know, it helps to have language skills. It helps to have um, understanding of different cultures, because you're definitely going to work with clients who have who come from different backgrounds and maybe have different sort of ways that they shop (laughs) or think about those kind of decisions.
0: That's part of the fun of being. Yeah, it is part of the fun. So
1: it's interesting. My Rotary Club is um, the North Metro Rotary Club that I'm in. Is a we have people from nine different countries, and this you, I know you guys like to give me a hard time about being OTP, but nine countries in a small Marietta, Ackworth, Kennesaw. Corridor, that's a, that's a fairly, hundred members, nine countries represented that
2: yeah, that's pretty it's a criminal. pretty
1: good, and that is very representative of our communities in that area. So that's pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've lived here for 35 years. <clears throat> and I remember before the Olympics, you never heard anyone speak another language. Almost never. That is true. A little bit of Spanish, but before that, and then the, after the Olympics, that's when everything changed and we really took off when i
4: was um, running a closing office here in midtown i f- learned a lot about the hague convention do you know what that is the hague that's how you can if you're a member of this convention then you can be you can notarize from other like the apostilles yeah, yeah. from other countries will work here or not depending on the convention so i was kind of constantly looking up i mean all these different countries to find out whether you know how we could get the deed Notarized, because when um, we would have a lot of clients come in from um, Germany for Porsche and Mercedes, we had a lot of people from Africa coming in. We had a lot of people from all different places. Um, fun fact, Canada is not a member. And so. Ooh, okay. <laughs> So it's easier to close a document where the seller is in like Zimbabwe or something. I think they remember. Um, then it is like I have had to tell people you've got to get in your car in Toronto and you've got to drive across the Niagara falls.
0: <laughs> Interesting. <Yeah. laughs> to,
4: get,
0: to get notarized. Yeah. There's a new Michelin star guide in Atlanta. Yes. Tell me about it.
4: Well, I mean, Michelin came here and they have added us to their book That is huge. That's huge. Does that mean they chose some certain restaurants? How many do you know? Uh, Right now, I think there were six in the first round and they each got one star, which is, you know, that's amazing. Um, Probably we'll see that. To get
1: them to come do the rating assessment is a big deal. I
2: think they were paid a million dollars. By whom? I don't, um, I'm not sure. That's what I heard yesterday. Really? Yes. They were paid. There was a group that wanted them to come. And so there was, was, there was a financial incentive for them to come.
4: Well, I don't doubt it. And it's good for, it's good. I mean, we've always had amazing restaurants. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine who was a police officer decided he wanted to be a chef. And he went to um, the French Culinary Institute in New York. And he was saying that when you, graduate from there and you want to go to a really, you know, apprentice under an amazing chef, you either go to New York, San Francisco or Atlanta. Mm. So I was really. So I read the book,
1: Unreasonable Hospitality, Uh, Will. uh, Amazing book, but I didn't know much about dining at that level until I read that book. And it kind of details the history of how he grew uh, into the top rated a restaurant yeah in in the world like the world
3: yeah and
1: the book is amazing
3: are any of the restaurants in any of our communities that were selected because I, I haven't read to see which uh bacchanalia
4: atlas which is at the saint regis i love atlas um there's one that is in the i can't remember the name of the restaurant but it's on in west midtown it's in the star metals building i can't remember the name it's an asian restaurant um uh, Little Bear won the I don't remember the exact name of the award, but the chef who is up and coming. Um, Miller Union won the oh. uh, Miller Union won the um, service award uh, and there was some commentary from locals that they were surprised they didn't win for food as well, but they, they won the service award. so
0: congratulations to all of them that's I know. exciting
4: i'm really glad that i listened to that podcast mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> 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 <This one. laughs>
0: have y'all read anything by ruth reichel she used to be the food critic for the la times and she's written a lot of really good books about michelin star dining It's mm. so a fun read
1: when i have people come visit i always take them to the varsity because i mean it's iconic
4: it is iconic it's true
1: but it's not Michelin rated.
4: I mean, to me, it's a place you go once. It's like the big chicken. It's true. Nashville hot chicken. I, I never saw the big chicken until not, it hasn't been that long ago. It was about four years ago, maybe five years ago. All this time I'd heard the directions about the big chicken
1: we'll just go to the chicken and hang a left. Exactly. You guys clearly stay in town a lot. Where's your favorite place to go in Georgia outside of the city? That's intriguing, because you travel the, the world Claire. over. Oh, yeah, when, uh, yeah, you go to the big chicken and hang a right. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought
0: it was a left.
1: Yeah. No, seriously. Have Savannah. You guys, yeah, Savannah. Savannah is a, amazing.
3: I've always enjoyed going there. It's a very beautiful city. A
1: little quick three-hour drive. Yep. Head
3: up to the Blue Ridge Mountains just to get away from things, get a little cooler, little cooler. Travel. Cooler.
1: Georgia.
2: Yeah. Usually on a plane like, leaving Georgia. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, Georgia. Where else would you go in Georgia? You have a farm. <laughs> well, yeah. So we <laughs> Should we go That's check cute. on your like farm right Who's been minding the farm? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, that's out in Monticello, about an hour and fifteen minutes. East.
1: And it's beautiful out there. Yeah, I haven't really been to pretty. your farm, but it's, it's an pretty. incredible it's, um, area. You know,
2: rolling pasture land mm-hmm. and forests and um, lakes, a lot of little lakes and stuff. So it's yeah. it's pretty. And and fun fact is that um, I never realized it, but the town of Monticello is was the filming location for my cousin Vinny. <gasps> Yeah, and we um, were we were on our way to the lake a few months ago, and we stopped in to get a bag of ice at the Sack of Suds, which is where the murder happened.
1: <laughs> was it closed for the flu?
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was wide open. I'm telling you. So yes, Georgia is a really beautiful state. So around. I got to
1: do a, a a boat tour of luxury homes on Lake Lanier with one of my. Uh, uh, friends and agents that is, uh, were Realm members together. So it was a fantastic way to see luxury lakefront sure. properties on Lake Lanier, which is only an hour from where we're sitting right here. Yeah. And it was great. I mean, beautiful lakefront homes, Boats of every shape and size. Yeah. Um, it was great. And I think a lot of people don't realize how much there is right outside the city. Blue Ridge and the North Georgia mountains are incredible. All the way up to Blairsville at the state mm-hmm. line is if you want to see fall colors, which is what's happening right yeah. now.
0: Tell me, you've what? gone to the pumpkin patches, oh, Judy. Yeah. You took your son to the pumpkin <laughs> yeah. patch yeah. during during the pandemic. We wanted to. We had a two week vacation time off, and we spent like we split the time five days at um, the coast, five days um, at Lake Lanier, and then we spent five days up or four days up in the mountains um, near Dahlonega, and it was just beautiful. Georgia a beautiful state. I love that we could go to the coast and the lake and the mountains, mm-hmm. and it was all in the state of Georgia. It was safe we felt safe at the time and it's just yeah a beautiful state with so much to offer. Did you pan for gold in Delonica? Everyone pans for gold in Delonica. It has to be done. Savannah is
4: amazing too. Like it is, it's an old city mm-hmm. and it's so mysterious to me. It just has, it, it has a vibe of like a Venice vibe. I can um, see that. I'll take
3: your word for that. It's a lot of that Spanish moss and right. stuff Yeah.
4: But I don't know, it's um, I get the same vibe as as Venice, Um, but it's, um, I think it's because of the water and the port and all that. It's really interesting and- Cobblestone uh, roadways. Right. Cobblestones make it, you know, feel vintage. Feel vintage. (laughs) But um, I was, uh, I went to the um, GAR meeting in earlier, what is it in September? And it was in Savannah and my hotel was right on the river where they, you know, come into the port. And so, and I was, I think on the sixth or seventh floor and I was kind of right eye level with these giant ships going by. And it just kind of is a reminder that you look out one side and it's these beautiful homes. And on the other side, it's a very active port Mm -hmm. and you're seeing all this amazing humongous ships coming and bringing in commerce. And it is a huge,
0: with the big tractor trailer sized containers, the container
4: ships and cars and Mm. everything. And it's, um, it's a neat juxtaposition. Though.
1: Have you ever been there for uh, St. Patty's Day?
3: I haven't, <laughs> but the, the thought that always comes to my mind, I always remember the very final scene of Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Mm-hmm. I can never get that scene out of my head. And so anytime somebody says, uh, says Savannah, that's what, yeah, we go to that movie. Because it does have, and that to me is kind of the feel that right. it has, that kind of mysterious vibe. And you know, just
4: east of here, um, In like Jefferson, Monroe, um, uh, Frank—not Franklin, Washington. There's a Washington also, kind of between here and Athens. Mm -hmm. There are some great little towns that are have their historic old towns, and a lot of really fun B and Bs there. So it's neat to go in. Madison's a really beautiful town. Mm -hmm. That direction, there. um, It's fun to go to stay there just for a weekend or something.
1: Yeah, it is nice. So I know we talked a lot about the airport and like flying other places, but here in Georgia, there's a lot to do. Just weekends. Weekend yeah. getaway,
4: right. you yeah. go to the farm. Six flags. And you totally six skipped flags. over it. Really? I haven't been there in years. I love
3: Six Flags, do I love you? roller coasters. You love roller coasters? Yeah. Yeah.
4: I will 100% go with you. I haven't been since I was in high school. Which yeah. one's your favorite? Just let me know
3: when. I forget all the ones. I think the Superman one, maybe, yes. or the Batman one. Yeah, one
1: Superman where you're flying.
3: Yeah. Except when... I don't do down. the old
1: wooden one anymore. You're,
3: you know, you're inverted, and so all the weight is, you know, and then they start to go, and then it stops. And you're there for 15 minutes on your stomach after you... Yeah, that I, happened. I to feel me. about that. Oh, it was lovely, I gotta tell you. yeah, It's good after a birthday. And then I'm the first car to go after whatever stopped us in the first place. I'm like, great. Thanks a lot. You're okay, though. I made it, yeah. Yeah, that's good.
4: <laughs> I think, too, the airport is definitely a benefit. If you can't find what you need in Georgia, it's a quick flight away. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm going going to Chicago
4: for a birthday party this weekend.
1: Oh, good luck. Stay away from public transportation. (laughs) I'm not
0: scared.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you'll tune in for our next podcast of Clearly Georgia, where we talk about all things Georgia related. I'm Deborah Morton with Clario Real
0: Estate.
3: I'm John Anderson with Space and Town Realtors. And I'm Rich Cyklovich with Space
2: and Time Realtors.
0: I'm Judy Dernigan with Sage and Grace Realty Group.
4: And I'm Leslie Johnson, the broker for Clario Real Estate.